and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading The Three Feathers. Once upon a time there was a king who had three sons. Two of them were bright and clever, but the third was just called Simpleton because he did not speak much and was naive. When the king became old and weak and began thinking about his end, he was uncertain about which of his sons should inherit his kingdom. I want you to go forth, he said to them, and whoever brings me the finest carpet shall be king after my death. To make sure that they would not quarrel among themselves, he led them outside the castle, blew three feathers into the air, and said, You're to follow the flight of the feathers. One feather flew to the east, the next to the west, and the third flew straight ahead, but not very far, and soon it fell to the ground. So one brother went to the right, the other to the left, and the two of them made fun of Simpleton, because he had to stay where the third feather had fallen. Now Simpleton sat down and was sad. However, all at once he noticed there was a trapdoor next to the feather. He lifted it up, discovered some stairs, and went down. Then he came to another door, knocked, and heard a voice calling from inside. Maiden, maiden, green and small, hop to it, hop-toad, and don't you fall. Hop-toad's dog, hop back and forth, and quickly see who's at the door. The door opened, and there he saw a large fat toad surrounded by lots of little toads. The large toad asked him what he desired, and he answered, I'd like to have the most beautiful and finest carpet. Then the toad called one of the young ones and said, Maiden, maiden, green and small, hop to it, hop toad, and don't you fall. Hop toad's dog, hop lively, hop sprightly, fetch me the box as quick as can be. The young toad fetched the box, and the fat toad opened it, and gave Simpleton a carpet so beautiful and fine that nobody on earth could possibly have woven it. So he thanked her, and climbed back up the stairs. In the meantime, the two others, who considered their brother so stupid, did not think that he would find anything, let alone bring it back. Why should we exert ourselves by searching, they said, and they snatched some material from the first shepherd's wife they met and brought it home to the king. At the same time, Simpleton also returned and brought his beautiful carpet. When the king saw it, he was astonished and said, According to my decree, the kingdom belongs to the youngest. However, the two oldest would not leave their father in peace and declared it was impossible for Simpleton to become king since he had no understanding of anything. Therefore they begged the king to set a new condition, and the father said, Whoever brings me the most beautiful ring shall inherit the kingdom. He led the three brothers outside, blew three feathers into the air, and beckoned them to follow the feathers. Once again the two oldest went to the east and the west, and Simpleton went straight ahead, where the feather flew and fell next to the trapdoor. He climbed down again to the fat toad and said to her that he needed the most beautiful ring in the world. The toad had the large box brought to her immediately, took out a ring, and gave it to him. The ring sparkled with precious gems and was so beautiful that no goldsmith on earth could have possibly made it. In the meantime, 
The two oldest made fun of Simpleton for wanting to search for a golden ring. Again, they did not exert themselves, but just knocked the nails out of an old wagon ring and brought it to the king. However, when Simpleton displayed his golden ring, the father declared once more, The kingdom belongs to him. Nevertheless, the two oldest sons kept pestering the king until he set a third condition and proclaimed that whoever brought home the most beautiful woman would inherit the kingdom. He blew the three feathers into the air again, and they flew just as they had before. Simpleton did not waste any time and went directly to the toad and said, I'm to bring home the most beautiful woman in the world. My goodness, answered the toad, the most beautiful woman. I don't happen to have her right on hand, but you shall still get her nonetheless. Then the toad gave him a yellow turnip that had been hollowed out and had six little mice harnessed to it. What am I to do with that? asked Simpleton quite sadly. Just put one of my little toads inside, answered the toad. Then he chose one of the toads from the group at random and put her into the yellow shell. No sooner was the little toad inside than she turned into a remarkably beautiful maiden, the turnip into a coach, and the six mice into horses. Then he kissed her, drove off with the horses at a rapid pace, and brought her to the king. His brothers also returned, but they had not exerted themselves. Instead, they had taken the first good-looking peasant woman they could find. When the king saw him, he said, The kingdom belongs to my youngest son after my death. Once again, the two oldest sons made such a racket that it was deafening to the king's ears. We'll never accept Simpleton as king. They demanded that preference be shown to the one whose woman could jump through a hoop hanging in the middle of the hall, for they thought, peasant women can do that easily. They're very strong, but the delicate maiden will jump to her death. The old king relented on this occasion as well, and the two peasant women jumped through the hoop. However, they were so clumsy that they fell and broke their chubby arms and legs. Then Simpleton's beautiful maiden jumped through the hoop as gracefully as a deer, and all objections by the two oldest sons had to stop. So Simpleton received the crown and reigned wisely for a long time thereafter. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, www.grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, would you mind leaving a review or clicking on stars to give this podcast a rating? It helps other people find the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you.